Curious Cousins and the Improbable Treasure Hunt, Chapter 14, Lunch and a Close Call, in which a good idea turns scary. Cat insisted that Del come home with them for lunch. When Del objected, Paul said, You have nothing to worry about since Mrs. Cumberstone is impercipient. By which he means Mrs. Cumberstone isn't very observant and won't have a clue who you are, said Cat. And besides, you need a square meal. Hesitantly, Del agreed and they all headed back to 42 Simeon. As they came through the door, Danny was yelling, Mrs. Cumberstone, we made a new friend and we brought her home for lunch. Well, that's fine, Danny, replied Mrs. Cumberstone. Now you lot get yourselves washed up. What's for lunch? asked John. Mrs. Cumberstone's smile was almost as broad as her belly. I've got the dough for two big pizzas pies laid out on pans. I've grated the cheese and the sauces in the bowl. You can spoon on the sauce as you like it and add the cheese, and then it'll be up to you to decide what to put on top. Ooh, what fun! Danny rubbed her hands together. Do we have any ham? We do, Mrs. Cumberstone counted on her fingers as she named off the ingredients. There are red peppers, onions, mushrooms, and broccoli too. Ew, sniffed Paul. Mrs. Cumberstone, nobody puts broccoli on pizza. I want pineapple with my ham, shouted Danny. Do we have pineapple? No, do you have to be so loud, child, asked Mrs. Cumberstone, hands on her hips. We might have a tin of pineapple in the cupboard. Next, you'll be telling me you want anchovies on your pizza too, she grimaced. Do we have anchovies, asked Danny. No, shouted all the others. Fine, Danny pretended to sulk. How about olives? In the fridge, right at the back, behind the mayo, Paul went on. I'll have some too. Keep your nasty olives off my side of the pie, John told his twin. Same to you with your yucky mushrooms, retorted Paul. The din in the kitchen grew as the six jostled around the large kitchen table, reaching for the toppings to scatter across the two pizzas. When they finished, Cat and Dell carried the pizzas over to the oven where Mrs. Cumberstone was waiting to slide them in. I expect these will take about 10 minutes or so to cook, said Mrs. Cumberstone. Just enough time to set the table and get your drinks poured. Then she turned to Del. Is there anything special you'd like to drink, dear? Water is fine for me, Del didn't want to do anything to call attention to herself. You look familiar, Mrs. Cumberstone said. Where have I seen you before? Del looked at Cat, her eyes wide. Not so impercipient after all, whispered John as he nudged Paul. Oh, no, Mrs. Cumberstone, Cat cut in quickly. Dell is just here visiting with her grandparents for a few weeks. Oh, who might they be? Mrs. Cumberstone inquired as she carried a couple of empty bowls over to the sink. Oh, you wouldn't know them, Danny jumped in. They just moved here from, she hesitated. Belleville, piped in John. Belleville, reported Mrs. Cumberstone. That's a ways away. Yes, nodded Cat. So you see, you wouldn't know who they are. Paul decided a distraction was called for. I think those pieces must be ready by now. Mrs. Cumberstone looked at the clock over the stove. You must be hungry, she said. They've only been in there for five minutes. That cheese won't have melted yet. Grace asked, Mrs. Cumberstone, could I have a glass of chocolate milk with my lunch? Of course, Miss Gracie, said Mrs. Cumberstone. You sit right here and I'll bring you one, she said immediately, focused on the task of getting Grace settled. Once the pizzas came out of the oven, the kitchen grew quiet as the six focused on eating their slices. Mrs. Cumberstone watched from the sink. That girl did look familiar. 
She knew she hadn't met her before, but there was something about her. She turned back to the sink and started washing up the bowl that had held the cheese. It would come to her eventually. It always did.